Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is yet, oh my God. <laughs> yet again, huh? There you go. Three, you two. lost his mojo. I lost my mojo, man. Uh, one. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Yes, what do I normally say? <laughs> <laughs> I can't seem to get with it, man. I lost my mojo. Dude, what do I normally say? I'm not going to tell you. You say it. It's like okay, muscle here. memory. Come on, man. Okay, come come on. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is yet another episode of You Heroes and Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Well said, Steve. Jesus. You just said it perfectly the first time. Good job. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 188. I'm your old buddy Dan, and we're here to rock shit out for you today. Feeling pretty good, Steve. You know, it's a nice day outside. Hey. The wind I... is blowing. There's squirrels in the trees chasing each other around my backyard. It's a good day. Dude, it's a fantastic day for the world to turn upside down. Oh, you're still on that shit? Dude, I've every day. Are you listening to it? I've listened to the remix album with Black Thought doing uh, my shot. Jesus, man. Dude. You're in deep. I understand, though. And when you like something, you're just going to hyperfixate until you're just done with it. Like, there'll come a point where you're going to be like, you know what? I'm not even talking about Hamilton anymore. I don't think it's going to happen, Dad. Wow. <laughs> you're just going to have to say Steve enough because I'm getting a shirt. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm not getting that. You're that- like Brian with Psycho Gorman. You've got the German <laughs> DVD coming. You got a 3D print of Aaron Burr being mailed to you i know the three different casts i know we saw the peggy cast the peggy cast yeah there's the the, the three shyler sisters each have a each of the different casts have a uh shyler sister assigned to it and we got the peggy cast in fresno i don't understand what you mean they're all three there like what do you mean Those like all the like the peggy if you go on hamilton.com they mm-hmm. uh, they have a bunch of different touring casts and yeah. they all are assigned a name of a shyler sister we saw the peggy cast. oh okay yeah. all right i understand what you're saying yeah they're just being <laughs> cute with their assignments it is adorable and i was like hey so i want to see the other casts man you're too much like you're really really into this shit that's funny i mean it's good because you you know obviously you know now but took you long enough hudson I wasn't knowing, dude. I wasn't knowing at all, bro. I was not knowing. What's going to be the next thing that you hyperfixate on? Let's think about this. For sampling. A That's my thing. Oh, yeah. You and your sampling right now. Unfortunately, man. Which you won't share for obvious reasons. I shared with you. No, 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 no. I know. But I mean, with these lovely people over here. Oh. Can't do that. Can't put it out in the world. <laughs> Someone <laughs> you know, will steal that shit. I'm actually, I went digging a little bit. Apparently, I don't know what's going on with Rasputin. That's a local record shop, ladies and gentlemen. Our record stores are, the one in Tower closed, and record stores are like just closing. So I, I got a store for you in the Tower, bro. What? It's called Raging Records. Raging, actually. Oh, snap. R-A-G-I-N. I've never heard of that. Oh, yeah. That thing's been around forever, dude. And then they closed down for probably a good 10 years, mm-hmm. I think. And it's been back for a couple of years now. I think they opened up during the pandemic. And it's run by this guy named Paul. And it's just like this independently owned record store, dude. It's not going anywhere. I'm on it. I'm it on it. Do you listen to records, Dan? I don't have a record player, Steve. Oh, I thought you were going to get that. 
I have not done that yet. I'm too busy buying other things. Dude, but also, do you? Would you really listen to them? Yeah, I think only, so. Oh, oh, never mind. I would. I just, you know what I mean. Like, there's things I want, but I don't really have a place to put them. Ah, like a designated spot where I'd be like, that you're would right. be really well right there. So, nope, you're right, dude. That's actually about really to do smart. a bunch of spring cleaning, though, G. And then when that happens, maybe I'll I'll find a place. Um, My when you say like, there's a place. <laughs> When you say spring cleaning, are you going to throw a lot of stuff away or are you going to do a yard sale? Oh, I don't think I'll do a yard sale. I just end up getting myself mad at yard sales. Oh, you've done like, it. This is, this is the cheapest I'm going to sell this thing. And someone will always go, how about twice as cheap? And then I get mad. They surely will away. do that. But that's the goal of it. You're actually just trying to get rid of things. Right. And walk away with some. That's the thing. You have to have that mentality because it's like, okay, I could throw this away or make five bucks. That's it. That's but sometimes it's the principle of the matter. I mean, I would say, you know what I want to I would want to do? I would want to do a yard sale and just put everything's free and put a tip jar and see how much money I actually walk away with. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of scarred from yard sales, dude. They used to be fun and then kind of traumatic at the same time. Cause when I was a kid, my dad and my grandma were like yard sale freaks. They would get up and go. If my mom didn't want to go, they'd go. But when they had a yard sale. It was great because my grandma would come over and she'd cook breakfast. Oh, come on. It was nice, man. Good shit. That's and then, beautiful. But we'd sit out there and about, I don't know, we'd start around six, seven, you know, in the early morn. And then like around <laughs> 10 or 11, when shit's starting to slow down and we're getting a little bit grouchy, uh, things start to pop off. So like this one time, <laughs> this one time, my dad was just done. He was just done with the yard sale and he was in a particularly bad mood. So I'll start off by saying that my dad is not was not normally... Um, this type of a person, okay? yeah. <laughs> but he'd had it with people that day. And there used to be these things. I can't remember what they were. They were like, um, in the, like in the late eighties or something like that. It was like this, like duck, like a country duck or a country oh, goose. What? They, were like, they were like ceramics and, 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 uh, you know, bathroom things and okay. towels. And okay. All kinds of shit like that. My mom had all kinds of stuff like that. I can't remember what they're called, but there, I remember there was this one little duck that was with this lone duck sitting on the table by itself. And this lady came up and she kind of had like the, uh, I don't even use this term anymore, but she was a little bit Karen-y. You know what I'm saying? karen I'm with you. Yeah. And she didn't, uh, my dad just didn't, her and my dad did not get along very well for what, some, whatever reason. And I guess she was bugging him. And he just got to the point where he was done. So she picked up this little duck and she's like, how much for this duck? And he's like, I don't know, 50 cents, I guess, you know, which was probably worth it. I don't know, 25, pick your price. It was worth it, whatever he said. And uh, she's like, I'll give you a nickel. And my dad just looked at it and fucking went, crash. And threw it on. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. Oh, He's man. like, I got your nickel. Yeah, there's your fucking nickel. That is Take so it. funny. I mean, he could have just given it to her. But I mean, you know, it's all how you present yourself. And you know me, like I can't even do trick or treat without judging people. So yard sales are not the thing. You, you, I think I'm just going to uh, take on a, like a minimalistic attitude, Steve, and just give things away. I think I'm going to do the same thing. There's a lot of like plates. Now that I've emptied my, uh, my cabinets, all the cabinets were emptied. I'm instead of keeping them in the boxes, I'm throwing the boxes away. And if I need something, I'll just rebuy it. I don't even know if I'll ever need anything. Are you that guy that saves boxes? Like, Oh, I got a new Xbox. I'm going to save the box. You know who is my son? Well, I was kind of like that too, but I was looking around. I'm like, there's a lot of boxes of shit. I don't even have anymore. Dude. Dude. Or use, I should say. I toss the boxes. Yeah. Gotta toss everything, dude. I'm throwing everything away. Pots, pans, 
I'm gonna hit people up. All you locals, come over to my house and buy some pants. Official Heroes of Noise uh, garbage. Do you have any? You have a walk? I do have a walk. It's not a great one though. I might. I want to get one of those big clang 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 ones that they have. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about when you see them fucking shit up in the Chinese restaurants. If you go in for like, a, oh, yes, you don't really eat Chinese food, do you? I do. I'll, uh, too much, I think. Noodles. What else? What do you get? And vegetables. Noodles and vegetables. Oh, and the sticky rice. Dude, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me and sticky oh. rice? Okay, let's talk. You know what? We'll get to stuff. Yes. Well, we're just like talking. We're just catching up for the Yes. Rest, so. We just, hey, man. we haven't talked since yesterday. It's true. I miss you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey have you ever had thai food oh you know it's funny i think i went to the wrong place but please go on where'd you go let's let's call him out i forgot what the it's like it's on uh you know where um denny's is on herndon and blackstone oh yeah you went to the gym of thailand there it is it wasn't good you know what hit or miss over there oh hit or miss oh mostly miss now that i think okay about it. <laughs> Anyway, there's something that you can go to any like Thai restaurant and they really can't mess it up. It's the uh, okay. first of all, let me ask you, do you ever get any like desserts or anything when you're at a Thai restaurant? I've never gotten a Thai dessert. All right. I'm going to hook you up. Oh, snap. I want you to just Google this shit. So you can see what I'm talking about. All right. This thing. Mango sticky rice. Oh, my goodness. It sounds good already. Mango. Listen to me, son. This is what's going on with this. It's obviously it's a sticky rice, right? But then they put this mango over it. And then they like drizzle this like creamy coconut milk sweetened like goodness. It looks so good. Dude, it is the best. Oh my God. We actually drive out of town. We drive about, uh, I don't know how many towns over it is to Lemoore. It's like a probably 35, 40. Yeah, that's a long drive, dude. Yeah, man. We'll go down there for. Many reasons, but we go down. Well, two reasons, but one of them I won't say. But the but when we go for reason number one, we always stop off and get Thai food <laughs> and uh, you know good stuff, <laughs> dude. I now I want some sticky rice and mango, dude. I'm not joking, dude. Get that. Where up, where do you go in what? town? Uh, let's see. You're always up in Clovis now. Yeah. You're a Clovisian. Uh, let's see. You know what? Let's get local for a second. Thai country on Willow and. Barstow, I believe. No, Bullard. Okay, Thai country. Check it out. And we'll talk about the rest later. These people don't want to hear where we, you're going to go eat. Well, here's a, here's a funny thing. Speaking of your little trip to Lemoore. Mm. So a long time ago, you had uh, you go to a candy shop and you got me some candy from a candy shop. Right. Uh, my Belle didn't eat said candy and she's like, she gave it to a friend. Uh, that friend had quite the experience. Well, I'm glad I paid for your friend to have a great experience. It wasn't the greatest. She said, I don't ever want to feel that way again. <laughs> now, her boyfriend, a brother, he was like, I ate two of them. I'm come straight. But he he eats candy. He uh he ingests certain candies every day. So mm. it's not a big deal. But for her, it was blast off. Was she in Debo's chicken coop? Dude. 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 That shit's intense sometimes, dude. But you said it was weak sauce. So mine was not weak sauce. So I was like, all right, well, let me get see if maybe I'm tripping. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. This was Blast Off Central. So, so it's like, what is, how many did she eat? One. Oh, she just, just trying to get attention, bro. Bruh, it was Blast. <laughs> For you, I'm sure it's still anyway. What you talking about, Steve? Yeah, it's true. Neither do I. Neither do I. You're, you're an innocent. You're, you're referring a, to your friend. 
You're as pure as pure as the driven snow. That's right. What. And also, I heard you say, do you say morn instead of morning? Oh, I just did. Just a bit. Oh, I was about to say, I was like, I didn't know that about you. Early this morn. I've, I've heard people say that very, like, consciously. No, I, I don't did it in the morn. morn. No, I just thought it sounded kind of kind of nice. It does sound nice. Rolled it's, off the tongue. I was, had a lazy tongue. I didn't want to say ning. So I just went with morn. <laughs> it's a distinguished sound, friend. Hey, man, I'm going to change the subject on you real quick. Happy Go. birthday. Happy 44th birthday to Steve Hudson. Wow, man. 44, dude. How's that sound? Feels inter- it sounds very interesting. Like, it's a game changer. 43 is far different than 44. Not really, but I'm with you. Go on. A little bit. Just is wait. It- I'm See, now you understand that if that's really the case, just wait till you get to 48, 49. I mean, I want to hurry up and jump to 50. You don't. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. You don't want to do it. Because... <laughs> I mean, I'm having a real hard time with this anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up about it. Seriously. <laughs> There's just everything changes when you get to a certain so age. Dude. You know what I'm saying? But not enough about me. But you don't you. look. That's I, just it. You don't look it. You put things into perspective on a recent show. I was talking about what was I talking about? I was, you know, obviously kidding, but I was talking about, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was jokingly talking about, oh, yeah, I got something this morning or something like that. And you go, yeah, because everyone wants to hear a middle aged man talk about his sex life. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn, that hurts. But we're both middle aged men. I know. Well, according I, to you, I'm past that. No, because you could live to 110. I don't think I folks will. in China are living to 120. Did you, did you see that that monk? Bro, that's been on the Internet. Let me tell you, that like is talking when it doesn't look like he should be talking. That looks like he's on Walking Dead. Dude. That's scary. And they just they just bring these little kids in front of it. Dude. Traumatize them for life. Well, you remember, there's those monks that mummify themselves. I think this is one of those monks. Yeah. They just meditate and they mummify themselves. How old was that guy? Like 110? Maybe a buck 10. I think he was at least a buck 10 because I remember going, wow, like that's maybe he wasn't that old. But here's the here's the funny thing though. Remember remember sister girl that went to the White House and she was 106, and she's just dancing with Michelle and Obama, Michelle and Barack. That's just good genes right there, bro. We we age different, man. <laughs> You're gonna live to be 119 years old. Gee, I'm gonna be 119 looking at foods, looking like The Walking Dead. I'll be like, gee, don't bite me. Oh, that's another thing we'll talk about today. I've been I got back on that. What's that? The Walking Dead. This man, hold up. No, that's not right. I just wanted to see something. I'm trying to find this dude's age. And of course, the first thing I pulled up. Dude, he's a buck 10. Yeah, I know. But the thing I pulled up was at 162. Stop it. I'm pretty gullible, but I'm not. Is he? Wait, hold on. Let me see. Maybe he's he's not 162. But I'm saying maybe he's a buck, maybe 20. I think he's like a buck 10 at least. I have to know. Old. (laughs) I put old monk. That's what I was putting. (laughs) Old ass monk. Right. That put ass in it. Old. Oh, there's a there's a rum. Old monk dark rum. See, old ass monk. Dude, he oh. looks scary. 200 year old monk. Oh, nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you even said it. No, no, no. I was just seeing if it was like a, I don't know. Don't just one give me a second. I can't find it. He's old as fuck, I think is what they're going to say. No, watch. 100 year old midunk. You did go. you spell it M-I-D-U-N-K? I did. Oh, oh here he is. No, he's not. 
<laughs> See? See, I think. Oh, there he is. 109. Ugh. Okay, well, that was close. 110. Dude, there's a monk that's dead, and he legit looks better than the monk that uh, we're looking at. That's the 200-year-old one, right? No, this one is... Uh... Yep, that's the 200-year-old yeah, one. That's the one I saw. I was like, oh, he don't look so bad. Dude, you're not supposed to look like that at 109. 109, dude. Something's going on. Like, this guy's not eating enough. Uh, yeah, he dude. Have, he doesn't have enough riboflavin in his diet. Because homegirl was dancing at the White House. Come on, y'all. What are we doing? Yeah. And if you're meditating, shouldn't you be saving? Maybe he meditated too much and all of his muscles atrophied. I think he's, I think he's legit mummifying himself. Are we going to get bad juju for talking about this? Can I be real with you? It's terrifying. Why is that? Look at him. Dude, we're not that's that- going to scar that little kid for life. The one that he's t- patting on the head. That's real, G. Parents that's, are fucked up. That's go, actually go, real. Go kiss your grandpa on the cheek. You know what's weird? I bet you when he was like 53, 54, he didn't think I had just reached the halfway point. I don't know, man. He's a monk. He's probably thinking deeper than that, you know? You know what? That's true. Age is nothing to him. Mm-hmm. Just like R. Kelly. It's just a concept. Yeah. Just an idea. <laughs> 67 is a bad age, though, for a lot of people, man. Why? Uh, well, like Gilbert Godfrey, for instance. Oish. We lost Gilbert Godfrey. Can everybody. you believe it, dude? No. It's sad. It's very Whether you sad. liked him or not. I liked him. I thought he was freaking hilarious and crass. And I, didn't, I just didn't realize how long he'd been doing it. When you see like old black and whites where bald comedians have like a full head of weird hair, you're like, they've been doing it for a minute, dog. So sad. Do we know what his long-term illness was? Uh, he had, <clears throat> it was ventricular tachycardia, but it stemmed from a disease called myotonic dystrophy type two. What is that? Man. Oh, I thought you were going to, ri- I thought you were going to be like, oh, this is what this is. <laughs> Funny you should ask, Steve. I, th- I legit <laughs> thought so. I was like, no. oh, he's going to know. I just got, so- I didn't do all of my homework. I just was able to answer that question for you. What was the first thing? That he had that it said it stemmed from that, but what was the final thing? Ventricular, ventricular, ventricular tachycardia. What's that? I believe it's just like an irregular heartbeat. Oh uh, my god! Heart murmur. I did not know a heart murmur could kill you. Well, this one did. Apparently, what a great roaster he was, though. Have you ever? Did you ever get to hear his regular voice? Yeah, I've heard him talk before. I never heard him talk until like Howard Stern is like, "Do you want to hear a?" Uh, um, video of him talking normal. He had a, it's very he, different. It's definitely yeah, like that. It's on a it's on a voice message machine. I think you showed me. Maybe no, I didn't. Oh hear. yeah, uh, Howard Stern was like, play the voice message from Gilbert, and he was just like, "Hey guys, not going to be able to make it today." I was like, "Whoa, it's all a thing," which I love. When did you first discover him? Gilbert Gottfried. Well, you know my age when I discover. Oh no 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 no. That's why I'm asking. No, there was a, um, because there was another comic similar to him that would always lick his lips between his jokes. And uh, they would be like uh, on HBO. I used to watch comedy all the time when my parents went to sleep. That's, it was like 1991, 92. That was when I first heard Gilbert Godfrey. First time I saw him was on MTV commercials. He would just oh. be standing there rambling like he does. And he had like this blue suit on, like a, you know, those cheesy light blue tuxes. Uh huh. Something like that. And he would just ramble. That was, that was his thing. He would just do these little spots. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Dude, he was funny. Totally funny. And not only was he funny, but he, I guess he was always, he's always been, remember his, uh, his documentary? No, I haven't seen it. 
Oh, it's fantastic, dude. It is fantastic. He is a road comic through and through. A road comic through and through. Some people are, some people aren't. Eventually, they want to uh, graduate past it. He is a road comic through through and through, dude. Listen to this roast right here. I'm hoping it's a good one. Let's see. Carrie Fisher, thank you for visiting us from the past. When Comedy Central looked at their status, they said, we just don't have enough washed up, repugnant, drug addicted, menopausal husbands. Jesus. Get me Carrie Fisher. That's roasting, bro. I don't think I could do it. Um, I would go home a mess. If someone roasted me, I'd have to go rethink my life. Um, it would depend on who's doing the roasting to get roasted by like Godfrey or, uh, I don't know who's really good at roasting. Oh, uh, Greg Geraldo. Yes. <laughs> He's Greg vicious. Geraldo was fan. He was fantastic, man. Greg Geraldo was a, a roasting connoisseur. So is uh Jesselnick. Anthony Jesselnick's a great roaster. Well, peace yeah. out, Gilbert Godfrey. Hey, we love Jermaine. Uh, I mean, I'm, I think most of the kids, when they hear that voice, they think of, uh, what's the parrot's name? Oh, I don't know. He was always just a parrot from Aladdin. Yeah, what's that? it's like Zazu or? Zazu is the. Taco. Uh, Taco. Maybe it is Zazu. You know what, man? My kids were, they. I missed a lot of those uh, Disney ones. How? Well, I mean, they watched them, but I was like working and stuff. I didn't really watch. Oh that. yeah, my I, I I my son was a little bit too young for he recently watched Aladdin like within the last five years. Yeah, they've seen like, them all, but when they were watching them, I was I was bringing home the bacon, as they say. Of course, dude, and I, I know my son hasn't watched Little Mermaid though. I don't think that that's a thing that that's not apparently it's not one of the must watches. It's the Lion King and Aladdin are the must watches. Mer, somehow the Little Mermaid kind of gets swept under the rug. Maybe he says you, but I don't think so. I think there's a big fandom for Little Mermaid, Ariel and the gang. They're making a live action movie. Yeah, dude. That's going to be, uh, I, I know we're going to probably have to watch it for the, for the pod, but are mm. you excited for it? I don't it? think so, bro. We won't have to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just listen to someone else talk about it. <laughs> I mean, we watched Aquaman. I'm dude. sorry. I keep muting now because I'm over here coughing from allergies. I apologize. Dude, you need your secret drink. I need something because I've been muting out like the entire time I've been talking to you. I've been muting out because I'm over here coughing and clearing my throat. Hey, remember when we were talking about, I'm changing the subject again. Remember Please. when we were talking about System of a Down the other day? Uh huh. And how I said how uh, black people really enjoy System of a Down? I do remember that. So it got us a listener mail. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. This one's coming from Kevin McKnight. So, in relation wh- to what do you think his take is on this? Um, I, I cheated. He, he hit me up already. Oh, Kevin. Yeah. He he sent me his full playlist, a bunch of pictures of his all his. I should ask if you know any of these people because I said I know none of these bands. Probably. And he's like, really? And he yeah, sent I'm me sure two full pictures of his playlist, and I was like, I know System of a Down, but that's where it ends. Well, let me read this real quick, and then right, I want to hear his it. playlist, and then we'll we'll get to the movie talk. All right. all right. So this is coming from Kevin McKnight. It says, "So I found it pretty funny when you guys brought up black people enjoying System of a Down, mostly because I still own their entire discography." For a little background, I mostly grew up with rap. 
but I've never been the type to only listen to one type of music. I listen to a little bit of everything for real. My playlists are insane and my mics. Sorry. I think he meant my mix CDs and my mix CDs make no sense. I have old CDs that literally start with UGK. Do you think he means MGK? No, it's UGK. What's UGK? I don't know who UGK is. He's a rapper. Okay, all right. Well, there we go. I don't know that. Uh, Lead into Incubus. I know them. Great shit. Going to go see them earlier. Wait, wait, when am I going to go see them? Early August, I think I'm going to go see Incubus. And let's see. And roll straight into Funky Town. So right off the bat, my taste in music separated me from most black kids. It took some time for me to discover System. I've heard a few songs. Sugar, Spiders, Aerials. All great songs, by the way. Steve, you should listen to those. And like them. (laughs) Serge Tankian's chaotic voice and lyrics mixed with a heavy yet playful sound always hit me with the right way or hit me the right way but i didn't explore too much until 2005 see this is a weird time for me just graduated high school was starting to come out having family issues smack in the middle of a drug experiment stage and i heard the song byob that song and subsequently the entire mesmerize album grabbed hold of me and did not let go seriously i don't think that cd left the player in the car for an entire year which was also funny because the white guys i chilled with suddenly were suddenly obsessed with lil wayne and we had contrasting soundtracks for sure after the album i went back and listened and bought all of system of a down stuff with the exception of steal this album which i did in fact steal well you know what shame I, on you you know what they told him to steve Leave them alone. So, yeah, I got a good chuckle out of the mention of black people liking them. I wouldn't say it's as common as y'all think, but should I exist? So who knows? Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Dude, that is a fantastic email. I was I truly am unaware of the mass fandom uh, black folks have for System of a Down. I haven't heard one of their songs. It's there. I think you have, Steve. I'm what's certain. The, what's of it. Now, most... if I take this turn right now, you know where we're, we're going to go. We're not going to do it. Are you going? How about this? Tell me the one song. If there was one song you said I've heard, and if you haven't heard this, you've never heard them. Okay, what would I'm going to put this just one song on right now. All right, okay? Okay. and I bet you you're going to say you have it, but I fucking know you have. <laughs> I know it. There's no way you haven't heard this song. Okay. All right. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Now. The name of the song is called Chop Suey. I don't expect you to know that, but I think you've heard this song before. In movies, uh, referenced by comedians, it's just one of those songs. Here we go. All right. play the whole song you have never heard that before are you telling me you've never heard I that have heard this song of it's course a, you have it's part of a funny video i was gonna call bullshit if you said oh, i've never heard no that it's part of a funny video where like a dog starts chewing and they put sync that song with <laughs> See, it's just there right you may not it's have everywhere it yes I, I didn't i was gonna say i never heard it until the singing part happened and i was like oh i know well, i wanted to see if you would get hooked by the groove of that song 
Did you? What do you think? Do you think it sounds good? Or I'm not a huge System of a Down fan, but I like them. I like the verse. Or is that the chorus? Uh, that is the verse. I like it. The I chorus like it. is uh, this. Do you think you know what the chorus is by any chance? No. I just want to hear him scream. Hold on. There we go. It's pretty good, dude. Grab a brush, put on a little makeup, Steve. It's actually pretty good, dude. It's good shit. See? Not gonna lie. Another convert. There we go. See? Not, rest my case. It's, it's pretty, normally, I could tell you straight up that like a song is not for me. Not bad. Dude, I think I'm going to have to send you a little playlist of System of a Down. Not just to prove my point, but I think you'll really dig them. I think I'll, I, I, for sure I'm, I'm going to appreciate them more than some, uh, you know, of that genre of, of music. I don't like, I don't generally like it. I Would, think you are they in the same? Before you go to Muay Thai. Oh, yeah, huh? And support the Armenian community, Steve. You know, we're in a big Armenian city. Is this someone of a down Armenian? They're Armenian, 100%. I didn't know that. They came to Fresno and sold that shit. I've never seen so many Armenians in one place in my life. The only time I, I, that was ever beaten was when I went and saw Journey in Fresno and every Filipino in town showed up. Oh, that's funny. It's true. Oh, because of the lead be singer. Yeah. Pin, okay. Uh, Arnel, Arnel Pineda. Yeah, he sounds just like him. He does. Um, he goes, until he goes, faithfully. <laughs> so mean. That's how he says it. <laughs> <laughs> make that shit Jesus up Christ that's what he said in concert I believe, I believe you he said I'm forever yours faithfully and I, I thought that was fucking hilarious <laughs> because I work around a lot of nurses you know, I mean know, yeah that, that, that Tago, Tagalog accent you know what's funny what's up I, I'm still tripping on the fact the system of the down filled Saber Center oh no I was un- I, I, I'm shocked by that no, during the time of that album, that was like one of the biggest albums in the country. Dude. Green really? Metal was huge, which I hate to use that term, but I think they would probably fall under that. Uh, but like New Metal was just big. It was like they were like a huge band. Them, Slipknot. I've heard of Slipknot. It was a big time. It was a big time for music. Steve. How did I know about Slipknot, not System of a Down, I wonder? Slipknot was everywhere, in my opinion. But somehow System of a Down. Probably because of their masks. Oh, you're right, dude. They had a whole thing going on. Yeah, sure. they had a thing. There's nine guys in the band banging on kegs, and there's a DJ, right, and all kinds of shit. Now, can System of the Down fill Saymar today? They just did. Jesus, dude. Like a couple of months ago. Can Slipknot? Yeah, for sure. Jesus, Slipknot dude. has not fest, dude. They have like their own festival. Oh, so they're like insane clown posse. Hmm, I wouldn't put them in the same category, but. Not same genre, but as far as they can just do their own thing. Oh, yeah, because they do have the Juggalo Fest. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. I guess so. I'd say these are a a touch more, Slipknot's a touch more classy than your Uh, your everyday Juggalo. I would say the um, Insane Clown Posse has all of a sudden been on the right side of things, being like, we shouldn't have said what we said. Man, it's time for, I'm like, oh, look at these guys growing. Like you grow up. (laughs) Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope. Dude, I remember when Eminem went in on them. He does that. <laughs> that dude, he, he, it was a destruction. Like, I couldn't get it out of my, every time I heard their name, I thought of, aha, too dope and silent gay. <laughs> hey, you know what? 
I don't want to go off any type of uh, I don't want to do any type of like um, MGK hate right now because I know no. some of our listeners enjoy his work. No, but I was thinking about this the other day and maybe, you know, more than I do. So that whole thing between him and Eminem, right? Yes. And there was Kill Shot. Then I can't remember what uh, MGK song was called, which I actually gave him some props for. I thought you it did. Bad. I yeah. did a good job. But. I think the lyrical content may have crushed his career. Don't get me wrong. He's probably more successful. Actually, I, I would say he's more successful now than he formerly was. Yes. But it, he just kind of got, he just sort of like melted away from the rap game. Yes. And totally reinvented himself. Yes. So do you think it was just like, oh, I can't come back from that? I think it helped. I think uh, Eminem helped him, help push him to where he probably was already kind of drifting. Maybe. Because, I mean, there's very few people. I mean, when you, when you go after a monster and the monster replies well because like they said if you go after a beast you you can't just do like if you tie the beast the beast wins because the only way you beat the big guy is to destroy the big guy and mdk didn't do that you have to destroy the big guy and he just couldn't he just there are very few rappers who could there are a few that can but he's not one of them i know uh we like to kid you know, we like to tease in jest or whatever, but you know what? I can't hate on a dude that's like touring the world right now. And I'm just sitting here. No, chilling. he's handling you know what I'm saying. He's good for he's you. MGK. Yes. I don't have to like your music. Good for you, though. Go have There's a so many people I don't I don't understand how they're famous and they are and they're handling business. And I, I mean, from what I've seen, it's like whatever. You know, it's not it was one of those things where like, is it going to last forever? Probably not. But no. if it does, what are you going to? Because I didn't I mean, think. I mean, I would just say to to uh, speak on that, Steve, I would say that you're 100 percent right. This particular phase of whatever he's going through will not last. It doesn't mean that he's going to go away. No, he'll always just have change again. Yes, he'll always. I like I didn't think Kid Rock was going to be around this long. Oh, damn it, though. He is. He is. And so if Kid Rock's around this long to come on, you can't put them in the same camp, though. Why not? They're not the same. How not? They're they're completely different. How, though? As far as, like, musically? I'm saying as far as what their popularity is, as far as what it, it, what it was then and what uh, it is now. Well, I guess now. It's what, it, what it was then. Okay, I yeah. see your point. Like, like the Bob with the Boss stuff? Yeah, like, he has a fan base that is going to grow up. Kid Rock's fan base grew up. Yeah, and then they all became uh, MAGAs. <laughs> that's kind of true and i think it's these totally true. and the funny thing is mag uh mgk's fan base is probably going to end up being like business people that still listen to him but is he going to get a new crowd that's going to go to like massive stadiums i mean i think the people that did it right are folks like the backstreet boys they're like we'll just have cruises like we understand we can't we're not going to be like hey let's go to dodger stadium but they're like let's do cruises on the contrary, dude, they go, hey, NKOTB, why don't you join us and we'll sell out everywhere we fucking go? Done. And that's Done, a great dude. idea, dude. And just put half the state, like half the arena. Just I don't even it think off. it was in a half arena situation in Fresno. Dude, they came out for them. Yeah, they're, he, they're not feeling Save More Synergy. They did feel, oh no, that was just NKOTB. And I think it was uh, Selling Arena now that I'm thinking about and it. And I think anyway, they, yeah, that's smaller a smaller arena. Smaller arena. And was it sold out? I'm not sold out. You and your extremes. Everything has to be sold no, out. No, no, no. Not that, but the, the thing is, when I go, sometimes I forget until I go to a concert how big Save Mart Center is. And I'm like, this is a big place, man. The fact that folks are selling this place out is uh, 
magnificent, number one, because people love music. But, I mean, very few people can just do that. And that's an impressive statement to be like, hey, I went to, you know, Save Center. The fact that Pink 20 years later can fill it up, you know. Freaking Paul McCartney, 60 years. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Jesus, man, 50 years later are still feeling. I mean, I don't know if I would love to see James Taylor see if he could. I think he could pack Seymour Center. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean who else was here uh, in that vein? Not necessarily in that vein, but like Simon and Garfunkel. They sold it out. I didn't even know they came here. I don't want to go see all the older stuff. I, just I would get love sad. to. I get sad. It doesn't I sound know- the same. I but if if I tell you right now if if Paul McCartney did a Graceland uh, tour I would go. Paul Simon. Yeah, I mean I'm sorry, yeah, Paul Simon. If he did Graceland and just did it all the way through, I would go see that concert. Yeah, I would check that out too. That's a pretty dope album. That's a freaking amazing <laughs> album. Gee, that album is hot. It's not just you can call me. As a matter of fact, you can call me. Al's probably the worst song in the album. Hey, bro, how much time do you have left? Uh, we have time to go through some movies. Okay, I just want to make sure before we do. We have time just to quickly get your uh, your reactions to Thor: Love and Thunder. T whore, yes. T whore. All right. Hey, dude, I hate to jump around, but we got shit to talk about, so let's just keep the show moving. Uh, we watched Thor: Love and Thunder. The the uh, teaser trailer just came out this morning. We watched it together, like buddies do, because that's yes. why we're the heroes of noise. We're pals, yes. and we record and we talk about stuff. What did you think, man? What were your initial reactions? I'm excited. I'm a sucker, but I'm a sucker for Hemsworth, though. I think he is just a magnetic personality on screen. I really think that he could just do Thor forever. He'll He's going to stop it. But I think there's so many little things they dropped in this where it's just like, oh, it's it's perfect. It's wonderful except for one thing, but it's it's like wonderful. I What's love the one it. thing? The soundtrack, dude. Oh, yeah. It's so Sweet child cut. of mine. Yes, dude. Like, really? Well, I think that's Waititi doing that. It, but it's the most obvious. It's probably it, going to get worse. No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I, you know, it's not a bad song. It's just an overused song. Yes, man. I, I like that. But then again, I'm, I was a herb for that. I, I'm sure a lot of people thought that bridge scene. They're like, oh, this song again. I know a lot of people said that. Dun, and I dun, thought it was perfect. Dun, 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 dun. I thought it was good. Song? Yeah, I thought it was good. But some people were like, oh, Jesus, come on. Who sings the immigrant song, Steve? System of the Down. <laughs> no you rascal <laughs> led zeppelin i've i've actually never heard the full song well that's your fault i think but i love the the i think it was perfect for the bridge scene i just didn't think guns and maybe it's because i lived through this song maybe that's why maybe maybe it's everywhere mtv the radio everywhere i don't think it's a good song dude Oh, now stop it. You think that's, Sweet Child of Mine is a good time. song? Okay, yes, I do, mind, but that's mind. for another okay. time. Okay. I didn't know you were a Guns N' Roses person. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm a Guns N' Roses person, but I like I liked that first album. Very good. Appetite for Destruction. I recommend you check that one out, Steve. I we did. also talked about that on this I show. couldn't escape it. My friend had a cassette player on the bus. Night Train, baby. That's a good song. All right, so getting back to this uh, trailer, what I took away from it is that I like how um, – the competitive, excuse me, the competitiveness between uh, Star Lord and Thor oh, is still there. Fantastic. So you're seeing Thor because we wanted to see what happened. How did, did was he going to stay fat? What happened? Fat Thor. Such a mean name to call him. You know what I mean? I yes. call him uh, Ro. Let's call him Rotund. Uh, Rotund Thor. Yes. Rotund T whore is what we'll call him. There we go. He's doing the chains. You know, like they do the ropes at these. The, these uh, does, doesn't your girl go to one of those things? Those, oh uh, man, boot camps. Into, oh brother, yes. Yeah, those are cults. I think. Yes. 
I think your your girl might be in a cult. Yes. And it's not a cult of personality. She's more than in living color. Oh, <laughs> Steve. I don't know. I don't know. Don't they got a lot of people with guns over there? Oh, yes. Yeah. So maybe a lot a of oorahs happening, too. It might be a cult of personality. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we could break down the trailer, but I just I, I will I say that it. I do like the the flavor of how this is coming out. I like the what I've seen so far. Uh, not really a like against the music or anything like that. Saw a couple comic references in there. Steve, did you catch the goats? I did catch the, the goats. Uh-huh. Carrying his, uh, what was that? I don't even know if, if the, what the boat was called. But he's got, you see in the trailer, you see this boat being tooled, uh, pulled rather by two goats. Now, I didn't read Thor, but I have seen that. Yeah, he had a, he has like a, a dope one. <laughs> of course he does. I got to say, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, this, this is so, even the colors. I'm like, dude, this is going to be a, you can't miss. We're gonna. If someone walks, I'm gonna call it now. If someone walks out of this movie saying that was a terrible movie, they're haters. I'm calling it's it. Gonna, it's gonna be heavily CGI'd, from what I can tell. For sure, and it, it's Asgard, so that kind of makes sense. And it's Marvel, and it's almost like unfor. It, it's not unfortunately. They just have a very charismatic lead. That's kind of worst case scenario. Carry the film. He's just good. This is one of those movies where I don't know if it's gonna be like top tier mcu but it might be it might it, there's it no super fun i don't think there's a big bad yeah of course i think is. he's just discovering himself there's gore the god butcher yeah but i don't know if that's what it's going to be about played by your boy christian bale you know i like christian bale Jay. i know I you do like i do like the only things i the funny thing is i i just didn't like the the you know, trilogy but i like christian bale have you forgiven him for his outbursts Oh, come on. Yeah. Um, I would say good for you. <laughs> hey, what did the guy say to make him want it? Cause he was like, whatever. What did you say? And the guy was like, duh, 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 duh. and they had, you hear whatever that guy said, it triggered Bale to be like, Oh, skip it. I'm going to kill him. Whatever yeah, he remember. said in the background. I know he said the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know. All you heard was he's like, what do you have to say for yourself? He's like, duh, 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 duh. oh, you got me. I was like, oh, that was a good comeback, whatever it was. He was like, your mom. It's like, oh, I'm killing him. What was the deal? He was walking back and forth behind him, right? Wasn't that he, what it was? Yes, he was walking back and forth. And he's like, like I'm trying to. concentration. Yes, he's one of those. Or walking actors. in front of him in the back. Or, you know what the fuck I'm saying? Yes. He was in his peripheral and he was like getting distracted. And he's, he's one of those. Like, I couldn't imagine. George Clooney shooting Ocean's 12. Somebody walking behind the thing is like, I'm trying to get into character. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> what are you going to do? He's like, what? Who but are the other ones that are just known for doing shit like that? You know what's Tom funny? Cruise. Does Tom Cruise? Oh, I don't think he made an outburst. He outburst, but it was like during the height of COVID. COVID. Yeah. He was like, dude, we need to be careful. We need to be safe. Eh, he wasn't That's not that a bad. I know, but it wasn't one of those where I'm such. I'm. I'm saying one of those actors where it's like I need to be in the moment, so don't break my concentration. I would have said Daniel Day Lewis, but he's never had one of those outbursts. He just stays in character regardless. He doesn't care. I hear Ed Norton's kind of hard to work with. I I heard he like rewrote all of American History X. Well, didn't he try to pull that shit with the Hulk, and they're like, "Peace out." Yeah, holla at your boy. Yeah, bye. What's up, <laughs> and that was a good Hulk for me. Bring I love me that Mark Hulk. Ruffalo, dude. That was a. I still think Edward Norton was a great Hulk, but I could watch. I can't Edward see Norton. it anymore. I watched it rec- not recently, but I watched it probably within the last year and a half, and I just couldn't. 
it felt like its own thing. Do you know what I mean? It didn't oh, for feel sure. like it was like it was. It felt parallel to the MCU for some reason. You know what I just thought about? What's that? The Rock is so big that he couldn't play Hulk. Because they'll be like, yeah, he got a little bigger. <laughs> you need to make a massive transformation, and The Rock might be so big that he could not do it. Because I was thinking about of, him playing. Well, this is kind of out of nowhere. Are you talking about him playing Bruce Banner? Yeah, because I was thinking who else could do it. And I was like, I can see The Rock doing Bruce yeah, Banner. I was I like, mean, that's just not the right body type. That's what, that's unfortunate, though, because that just means he's in shape. Just because he's in shape, he can't play the Hulk. I just think he's uh, a little bit over in shape. That, uh, that, uh, you know, Kamel could do it if he wasn't already in the MCU. You love that guy. I think he's really good. Unfortunately, he was just in a, the, the, oh, I'm not going to even go there anymore. He was in a less than wonderful MCU movie. Uh, (laughs) Less than wonderful. And that's a shame that. Eh, Forgive him. He did his best. Did you see his new movie coming out? No. Okay. That's all you're going to give us? Thanks. Great story. I, I just, if there's just. Did you hear that, everyone? That's a Steve Hudson first right there. Exclusive. <laughs> He's got a movie coming out. Hold on. I'll, I'll, show you, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> You're just like, okay. <laughs> uh, no, because it's not really. I know. realize it's not important, but we went there is all. Okay, hold on. New movie. It's called. Um... <laughs> oh, no, that's not it. That's okay. No one cares, Steve. No, there's a. While Steve's doing that, I'll inform you that as of today. Monday, what's today? April 18th. Yes, Monday, April 18th. You can now watch The Batman on HBO Max and you can purchase it, VOD, buy it on digital, all that stuff. It's there for you. Check it out with Steve's boy, Robert Pattinson. I mean, I'm going to watch it. Are you? Twice. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yale hasn't seen it yet. Oh, dude, though, there's a problem. What? Remember me talking a while back about how um, I think we were talking about it on PCL. I was saying how um, my my television looked very dark. Do you remember me talking about that? Like yes. the darks are super dark. Yes. So I think my TV's going out. So this might be a problem because Batman's fucking dark. That's a very dark movie. Dude, you're going to have to go buy another. Uh, already on it, Steve. OLED? Uh-huh. I think so. How big? Uh, I'm going to stay kind of small, like 60. How dare you? That's all that it can not really, small. Uh, that's, that's all not, I have room for. That's not a small TV, Jay. Well, no, I don't mean it's a tiny TV. I'm just saying I'm not going to go like a hundred. I don't even know what the sizes are. So you're going to go like, so you're paying like 2200. Nah, 16 for an OLED. I think so. Make sure it's an OLED and it not. Is. A, um, all right. I man. went and looked. Let's calm I down. don't think you can find no OLED 60 inch for $1,600. Uh, hey, go to Best Buy LG. <laughs> okay. Because I don't think they do. Because I was like, I've always been a Samsung guy when it comes to electronics. Yeah. If it's not Apple, it's going to be that's Samsung. That's what I'm doing, Samsung. That's what I that's what I, I don't do. think they have an OLED. Yes, they do. I don't think so. Samsung OLED. <laughs> you can look. I don't think it's there. And if it is, it's crazy expensive. Yes, there's a Samsung OLED 4K smart TV. How much? I mean, it's not $1,600. How much? Okay, hold on. Let me buy it. One says 3000 yeah, that's in Dan. Don't look there, Bill. It's sixty-five inch, three thousand dollars. Yeah, no. That's I'm why I didn't even saying, look. You know what? I think the reason that I thought there wasn't one is because I went into like my price range. You can and, do yeah, because your you brain was like it this type exist. of television within this price range. I mean, sixty inches is a massive television. Gene. I'm not complaining. It's great. 
I mean, that's so the movie night. Your, you know what you could do? You could get a short throw um, projector. Nah. All right. I'm not, 4K. I don't want to do that. That's for is there, squares. Is there a reason? Projection. Projection. Dude, it looks amazing. Projectors are for squares, bro. No, I'm just kidding. I think they're really dope. I just don't have the room for it in my house. Oh, you know what? Think it because right there is that the um yellow. Is that a fireplace? Yes, that's a fireplace. Okay, yeah. I don't know how you would have it go over that. It wouldn't work. Believe me. I've thought Dang. this out. I You're have right. thought this out. You're totally anyway, correct. All right. Thor, Dang. Love and Thunder. Looks like it's going to be fun. The Batman now streaming. Uh, I'm getting a new TV. Uh, anything else, Steve? Do we ever find uh, out what we looking for? What were, do what you were think, we looking for? Do you think Thor would have been the, the better song would have been God of Thunder? I think it would have been two on the nose. What? Well, he's the, isn't he the God of Thunder? Yes. So it's two on the nose. Better than Sweet Child. What does Sweet Child of Mine has to do with anything? Uh, Jane Foster. She's not his child. Well, he's not singing about its child either in the song. I know, but if God of Thunder is like, yeah, he's the God of Thunder. (laughs) And it fits. I think it should have been, whoops, I did it again. Oh, Lord. Or is it, oops, I did it again. It's It's oops, oops, huh? It's not whoops. Oh, before we we get out of this, I just wanted to um, go through and see if you know any of these artists real quick. Okay. All right. All right. This is from. Sorry for our chaotic show today. No, okay, this is though. for McKnight. This is McKnight. We're slowly playlist. moving forward, but we'll get there. Go ahead. To one minute. This is it. All right. Arctic Monkeys. Yes. Wow. Uh, uh, what's the song? Hold on. Hold on. Did you even know the song? I don't know. It's called Do I Want to Know? I don't know, but that's the Arctic Monkeys song. All right. Do you know Jamie and Commons? No. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Uh, Dead Mouse, you know. Yes. Um, Dead Mouse 5. That's what it looks like. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, Big Grams. How do you know about them Big Grams? You do? No. Oh. Well, not Um, not what you're talking about. Block Boy JB. Nope. (laughs) Never mind then. Maybe you don't know a lot of them. Maybe this is an old men on nude music segment. (laughs) I thought you would know more of these people. No, go on. I uh, don't. Death Lock. Death Clock? Yes, Death Clock. Yes. That is a show that you might even know. You've never seen that uh, that animated special? I think it was on Comedy Central, and it was about that like that death metal band. I've never heard of this. Yeah. Dude, you, I can't believe Blood Trocuted. I believe they have a song called Blood Trocuted. You'll get Blood Trocuted, Steve. Jeez, look at this guy. Uh, Melanie Martinez. Nah. Got okay. a cousin named Melanie Martinez. All the other ones are people I know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, the thing is, is I haven't really been. Oh, Hudson Mohawk. No, (laughs) but I think you should get one. Oh, you should. Muay Thai with a Mohawk. G. G. they'd look at me. I'd look. They were like, oh, are we in freaking uh, uh, Cobra Kai? Next Clubber Lang. Are we Cobra Kai? (laughs) (laughs) I'd look like a herb at 44, 43. I could get away with it. Yeah, I'm too many days past 43 now. Dude, not at 44, man. I'm a man. You could be like looking at people in Clovis and just be like, hey, woman. Hey, woman. Remember that when he was like, when he was uh, calling out Adrian and Rocky Three? Oh, dude, I don't remember that. Why don't you come get a real man? I should really know that quote, and I don't. It's been too long. Guess it's time for, I have to watch Rocky Three. You really don't have to, though, Dan. It's time for another Rocky Marathon. 
I mean, you don't have to. I'm sure there's other marathons that you could go down. No, I think uh, I got to do a Rocky one, man. Okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's a thing that I do. So do we know? Happen regardless. Okay, now we're going to move on. But real Let's quick. Let's move along. Uh, where did, did, do they ever say in the movie where he got his, why he, they named him Rocky? I think that's just his name. Okay, never mind. Let's move on then. Maybe after Rocky Marciano. Oh, what a freaking, oh gosh, I hope that's not true. I don't think that would work. I think he would be too, uh, too young. Cause too that's an, now it seems normal, but for someone to actually make a movie called Rocky like that, now it's just a normal thing, but that took a lot of guts to be like, I'm going to call the, my name Rocky. Like what? Rocky's a good name. It, it's not a good first name. Sure if, it is. It's a good nickname. If I was named Rocky, I'd be happy with it. No, you would not. Sure. The only because of the movie. Not be, if the movie didn't exist, you'd be like, "Hey, how's it going? I'm Rocky." They'd be like, "Wow, if, that's an interesting name." I go, "I know, right, dude." If the movie didn't exist, you wouldn't be okay with Rocky. I think I would be. Dan, I'd rather have Rocky than my middle name. <laughs> I think I you'd would, rather have Rocky than your middle name. I would rather have your middle name than Rocky. What no, about your middle name. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. You want to keep Eugene? Yeah. Okay. Better than Rocky. I threw that shit out there, huh? I'm sorry. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> they already know. All right. Reviews, man. Yes. Uh, we've seen three of the things. Like, we've watched these. There's four things we're going to talk about. Yes. I've seen three of them. Why don't you talk about the one that I haven't seen? Oh, Violate. Hold on. Let me pull up the information. Yeah, let me do that for you, Steve. Do, 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 All right. Crawling back to you. That's the name of the song. All right. Here we go. Oh, the crawling back to you? I believe so. All right. So I watched a movie with Olivia Mundan. I think that's your girl. Oh, well, I hear she's problematic. Really? Yeah, but man, that woman is famph. That's all I'm saying. Well, I was never impressed with her acting. I think she was in like a, what was she in? Like a, a, a X-Men? She was Psylocke. In the there X-Men. it is. I was like, I was never impressed with her then or any of her other th- But her roles. costume was on point. And I don't even care if it's at comic accurate. <laughs> I Dude, like you did, you just dig. Is she, is, she, is she your favorite? Uh, no, but I think she's beautiful. I always have. I remember one time. I was trying so hard to go to Comic-Con because I knew that. Because they used to be on G4, Attack of the Show, yes. her and uh, Kevin Pereira. Did you ever watch that? I did not watch it. I but I know who Kev- I don't know how I knew who Kevin Pereira was, though. He's just out there. He's out there. He's like a Chris Hardwick. Kind of. Yeah, very much so, actually. Yes. But yeah, their show was great. And I just kind of fell in love with Olivia Munn on there. And then when, she, when the show ended, I was pretty sad. So I was kind of happy to see her acting, even though it wasn't. Because I think she was in like Iron Man 2. Maybe. Oh, was she? I think she played like a newscaster. I think it was Iron Man too. Okay. You know, that, you know that party where that stupid ass scene where he's scratching? She was in that scene? I No, I think she was like outside the party or something like that. Oh, like interviewing people? Yeah, or just, you know, Tony Stark's throwing a party, news at 11, something like that. I think what I hated was people would always question her gaming acumen. Yeah. And it, I knew why they were. And I was like, why? why would you question? Why not question the co-host? What if he's a herb? Because mom didn't have pizza rolls that day, Steve. You ain't lying, dude. That's so what it is. I felt, pre- I felt like, okay, I'm not going to dislike her. I just didn't like her work. But let me tell you something. This, this movie's called Violet. It is Violet realizes that her entire life is built on fear-based decisions and must do everything differently to become her true self. And the tagline is, what if the voice in your head was wrong? 
Dude, Dan, this is the movie I needed to see. Really? This is the movie I needed to see. Because the way they do it, we all do this thing. Like there's a part where she goes into a party and the voice in her head is saying, don't go to them. Don't go to that circle of people. They're way more successful for you and they're going to judge you because of where you are. And so she's like, yeah, you're right. And he, then you turn, so she turns around, walks away. He's like, there we go. Good job. Now we're safe. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's talking to Dude, Dude, it's like, (laughs) oh my God, everything. So it made me feel like, oh, I'm not the only one that has these. That is me. Oh my God, there were so many. And so the fact that at one point she decides, what happens if I don't do what the voice says? And things like start changing, even uncomfortable things that she, she's like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyway. And it's just, it's a beautiful story about, and oddly enough, I think it's written and, no, I think it's written and directed by Justine Bateman. I just saw that right now. Yeah. Justine so Bateman. Dude. Where where's she been? I mean, she definitely made a, I think she said something stupid on Twitter a while back though. But dude, I haven't seen that, her since a movie in the eighties called Satisfaction. That's how long it's been crap. since I remember that movie? I do remember Satisfaction. The female band that was touring. I didn't watch that movie. Did she direct no, she never mind. I don't know she, why I just threw why did Juno just pop oh Jason Bateman. Sorry. Jason Yeah, her Bateman. and the the thing is her her brother has been so astronomically successful especially on the second second come around after you know arrested development but uh this movie is if if i would have seen this last year it would have made the list it would have for sure made the list because everyone has this voice in their head telling them the quote-unquote right thing to do in situations hey if somebody underneath you that's a little bit closer to your supervisor tells you to do something just suck it up and do it because that's the way we're lucky to even be here. So just shut up. Okay. Yes, I'll do that for you. There we go. Good oh, I job. I fight with that voice all the time. Dude. And we just listen and we comply. But then, I mean, the fact that, and she does, it's really, it de- it's dependent on her ability to act. This movie does not have a huge, massive uh, cast. It's dependent on Olivia Munn. Her ability to say, hey, I do you believe that I have this voice in my head that you're hearing as a voiceover? Or it's just going to be tacky if you don't. And man, she pulls it off. I would watch it. I would watch it ASAP. Anyone who has that voice telling them you're not good enough, watch this movie. You know who else will watch it? Who? John Mulaney. <laughs> Let oh, me no. hold the baby. <laughs> I'll watch your movie now. I haven't done a John Mulaney for a while. That was terrible, Sarah. Hey, do you know who the voice is? I was just looking, the voice in her head. I did not know who that was. Justin Thoreau. Wow. You know what's funny? No one would have guessed. He doesn't have, wow. That would have thrown me so, if it was anyone I recognized, because even Justin Thoreau doesn't have a voice. Like if it was Clooney, even a Clooney voice, I'm like, oh, that's George Clooney. That's George Clooney. Don't go into that restroom. (laughs) That's a good Gilbert. Go get some water. Sit down and drink some water. <laughs> what are you talking about, boys? It's not a bad Gilbert, dude. Not a great one, though. But thank you, Steve. I'll it's take the compliment. Good. I mean, I think the most distracted would have been, um, for sure, our our boy, Walken. 
I can't do that one. Come on, man. It's retired. It's a moratorium, actually. <laughs> no! <laughs> try. Like, try. I have do not it. been doing impersonations. I hear these come out. I'm like, you know, not great. No, I'm you're doing it. Just put those back for a while and let them marinate a little bit more. I, I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn these freaking impersonations. If you can do walking. I'm going to learn it. I'll be like, if you try, if you try, I'm going to learn it. Watch. Okay. Let's Watch see if you can once I get it, and I think the king, I think the king impersonation where everything after that is easy. I think if you can get a good Denzel, that's so specific that everything else, once you get, you're like, okay, I can kind of maneuver around. Because Denzel, very few people do a Denzel. A lot of people do a walk-in. Denzel is very specific. Even Will Smith is specific. Let me hear you do your best. I mean, I, if it's bad, that's okay. Let me hear you do your best walk-in right now mm. while reading the premise of this movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, here it goes. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Violet realizes <laughs> that her entire life is built on fear-based decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and must do everything differently to become her true self. <laughs> okay right. you did it thank you you never, you, never, you never take requests steve thank you dude my voice my in my head said not to but i was just like yeah <laughs> hey that's good Very why not because oh, now i know i have that. a starting point and now when i redo this exact sentence later on after practicing they'll be like dude that was a good improvement i think yeah i think you did it better than i could have done oh that's not true no seriously I don't do a good walking. You, know you do a very good walking, dude. You do a very, you know, you're, what's the one that I'm like, which, which person is it that I'm like, dude, that is a killer. Imper- oh, John C. Riley. You like my John C. Riley. Oh my. He likes my John C. Riley, everybody. Dude, I don't understand how, like, when you first did it, I said, that is just uncanny. It's not funny. It's so close. I'm like, that's just uncanny. That's All right, let me weird. try it. John C. Riley reading okay, the go. premise of the <laughs> I don't know. See, now it's on. Like, I can't just do it sometimes. We'll, we'll try it. <clears throat> okay. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Violet realizes that her entire life is... See, it's not coming out right. It's not coming out. It's kind of walking, though. It's, I'm all confused right now. <laughs> I, I jumped into something that I couldn't do. Sorry. I jumped into the pool and I drowned. No. John's, your John C. is, is fabulous. <laughs> you, you know who doesn't have an impersonation? Who? I've never seen someone do a Tom Hanks on YouTube. There's something there for sure. There is something, but I think people just don't think he has a thing. I'm going to come back to this real quick. Hold on. <clears throat> All right. Violet realizes that <laughs> it's realizes. It's <laughs> Violet realizes that her entire life is built on fear-based decisions. No, it's not there. I Dude, what are I, you talking I, uh, about? I give it up right there. Stop it. It must do everything. To, nope, it's not there. Can't do it. Why not? I don't know. It's just not there. It's just not in the cards today. You know why? Because we have other shit to talk about. That's why. Um, We do have other. We do have, but I think it was still good. Thank you. Um, You're so supportive, though, Steve. Honestly, I could really just do a shit job and you'll give me a compliment. And true. thank you for that, sir. It's not You're great for my. my uh, oh, and I'll give I'll give uh, this movie a three. Out of five voices in my head that are lying to you, everybody. Do not listen to it. Go out and chase your dreams. Okay. It's cool that you watched that. I wish I would have known because I just saw the trailer for it not too long ago. Oh, dude, you and Gail would just, you would adore this. Just brace yourself. Well, Pete, 
For sure. Yes. Absolutely. We'll peep that one. All right. Uh, moving on, though, Steve, I'm very curious what you think of a show that's out right now. On, is it Paramount Plus? I believe it's Paramount Plus. A little show called Halo. Maybe you heard of it. Gee. First, let me hear your thoughts. Okay. Fair I've enough. only watched one episode. How many have you watched? Uh, two and a half. Okay. All right. Uh, aliens threaten human existence in an epic 26th century showdown. TV series based on a video game called Halo, which was an Xbox exclusive. Uh, <clears throat> let me give you the cast real quick. Starring Pablo Schreiber as Master Chief. Uh, Yeren Ha as Quan Ha. Look, they didn't even give her a different last name. <laughs> Olive Gray as Dr. Miranda Keys. Uh, Shibana Azmi as Admiral Margaret Paragoski. And like a whole bunch of other people. Uh, it's on Paramount+. Plus. It's exclusive to that. You need a, a subscription for it. And uh, I'll go ahead and talk about it a little bit. What do you think I thought, Steve? I mean, <sighs> I have to think you dug the first episode. I have to think, and I think that you maybe think it went downhill because you said two and a half. I have to think you, you think it went downhill after that. Um, I'll just say that it started kind of strong, I thought. I, I, I think that the... Um, the special effects that they're trying to use, the CGI that they're trying to use might be a little too ambitious for their budget. Okay. To me, it kind of strikes me like um, like a show that might be on Sci-Fi Channel. Do you know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah, I'm it, with you. Um, I'm not a huge Halo guy. I did play the games, but I wasn't religious about it. I don't know all the lore. I didn't read the books or anything like that. So I do know that some people are kind of pissed off at the way that it's the, the direction that the show is going. And everyone's very mad about Master Chief removing the helmet. I'm not mad about it, but I kind of wonder why they did that. I'll, I'll, you know, just to say, hey, look, it's Pablo Schreiber. Is that why they did that? I'm not entirely sure because clearly this formula works where you can have a character that's well thought out and covered the entire time and the show kills. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Mandalorian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like Mandalorian's proven you can do that, but for some reason they were so insistent about him, you know, revealing who Master Chief was and. I can only imagine it's because the ladies think he's a, or maybe in the men too, think he's a, uh, you know, all of them, they and theirs. They all think that he's just a fantastically hunky guy. But, of course. Uh, but to me, I don't know, man. I just feel like this show, it, the first one was good. There was some violence, unexpected violence. I was like, okay, all right. This show's kind of coming hard. Mm-hmm. I just think that the story is falling flat for me. Like there's, there's nothing here that I want to continue on. And I'm trying. That's why I said two and a half. I got to, uh, I kind of struggled through episode two. Yes. Got to three and uh, I just kind of teetered out and I'm not entirely sure I'm going to come back to it or not. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's not terrible. Like I'm sure there's people out there that are actually enjoying the show and I don't wish it to any kind of like a fate, like getting canceled in one season or anything like that. Cause if there's fandom and they want it great. But for me, I just feel like it's, there's so many other things out there that I can watch that this is not one I'm probably going to get. Oh, for sure, dude. I'm just not into halo enough to really care. And apparently if you're into halo a lot, you are not happy about this. I mean, that's what I got from, you know, my boy. You know, Kevin, you're being a little bit of a hoe in the show. You're just popping up everywhere. <laughs> so I would say, wait, what, what, what's your rating so far? Um, I mean, I want to be fair about it, you know? I'll give it a two. I think they're trying to put the effort in. I just don't feel like the, uh, the final product is there for me. But maybe somebody likes it. But it's just a, a solid two. Uh, I don't even know enough about the show to honestly tell you any kind of like little silly references for it. The two out of five for me. I loved the first episode. That's all okay. I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so fun. And a lot of it, it was like, hey, I didn't know he wasn't supposed to take his helmet off. I didn't know any of that stuff. The first 
scene where they're getting attacked. Yeah. And then those those and I didn't even know what they were, but they come jumping out of that ship and start laying waste to them aliens. I was like, oh, who's these cats? That's the covenant. I was dude. I had no idea until I was like, oh, they're the good guys. They're beasts. I'm I'm loving this. So I think a lot of the benefit for me was that I didn't know anything about Halo. Anything about Halo. And so a lot of it was, you know, oh, learning all these people, finding out who they are. They didn't they didn't take a long time, you know, having it all boring. Now, I think the next few episodes may be a little bit more lackluster, but we'll see because I'm going to finish it. I absolutely loved the first episode. I thought it was fantastic, especially for a non and even uh, Kevin was saying, you're probably going to like it more because you never played. You don't know the rules. You don't know the universe. So you might like it. And for people that do know the world and are really tied up in the world, they're probably going to be pretty agitated about it. But for me, I thought it was fantastic. I love the his co-star. I think she's fantastic. I think it's wonderful. Um, I fantastic would, and wonderful. And wonderful. I really had a great time. That's and good, co- man. At the time, there was only one available. And so I was like, okay, I can't wait till it comes out. But then a bunch of from was happening and... You know, I'm like, okay, well, I got to watch this, got to watch that, but I'm going to come back to it. I will give the first episode of Halo a three out of five, uh, three out of five stabbed through the chest and lifted on high. How do you do that three out of five times? That's a great question. That's a great okay. question. <laughs> I won't judge Steve. At least you had one. I didn't even have one for it. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll say that uh, maybe I'm not completely out, but it's just... There's just too much stuff that's coming out right now. Yes. And I, I can just simply, maybe I'll come back to it. I'll say that. But so far, I'm, I think I'm done for a little bit. But I don't think it's terrible. And if you know, if you like Halo or you even played it a little bit, check it out. Maybe it's going to be for you. For me, it was just kind of, eh, that's cool. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. You can be a good old fashioned Steve. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one, though, Steve. Moon Knight. We've been meaning to talk about this for a while. Yes. How are you caught up? No. You're never caught up. God damn you, Steve. Where are you? I'm at? never. I'm, I'm, I, I looked the, the first 15 minutes of episode one. First episode. I finished the oh, first yeah, episode. All right. Okay. Sure. Let's do it. What do you think? Dude, I loved the first episode. <laughs> I think the yeah, first episode was fantastic. I thought it was good. And again, this is another thing I think I'm benefiting from not having uh, read the comic. Because a lot of people that love the comic are just pretty... Uh, unhappy about this here show i guess that's just the way it goes in any fandom right someone's always going to be pissed off absolutely and for this i just thought it was so fun i had a great some people didn't like the confusion of the first show i totally see it i totally understand what people are like what the hell is this about i enjoyed it a lot i love that i was kind of it felt like i was in his in his on his side being like what's happening he was as confused as everybody watching he's like i don't know what's happening either Join the club. And I just thought it was really fun to see him try to navigate his way through this crazy situation. Ethan Hawke. Who doesn't like watching Ethan Hawke? Although he looks a bit frail. Yeah, something's up with him, huh? Yeah, he's, he's a like they said, hey, don't take vitamins for a year and then come. <laughs> I yeah, don't know dude, what's going on. Like, his going hair on. looks like it's fallen out. Even at the red carpet, he looked um, frail. I'm not talking about like, you know, common male bald. No, no. Like, mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying. He does look frail for sure. Maybe Something that's how they wanted on. him for this. I mean, I mean, Marvel he, can, you know, they've proven that they can transform people. Yeah, but he physically. normally it would be a thing where by the red carpet, you're already back to normal. That's true. 
He that looks is true. frail. And so well, hopefully he's okay. Oh, for, I, I'm hoping I, I'm imagining it might be like, you know, they change a the vegetarian diet or something like that. And they lose a bunch of weight. Who knows? But he was fan. I love watching him in anything he does. I just thought that the it was just so much fun. There's even like a the chase scene, as unbelievable as it was, was still fun to watch. And then when you got to see the aftermath of whatever was doing this thing, you're like, man, that thing must be tough. And then you get to actually see some of it at the end. I loved it. What did you think? Well, I'm curious about something because yes. you do watch things differently. If you loved it, why aren't you caught up? Because I, I'm like, these are one of those things I'm just going to binge. You're going to let them stack? Yes. I want to just go all the way because I know that once I get to the final one, I'm going to be like, oh, come on. Because I think people are, what I'm seeing is, what the crap was that? What was that all about? It's kind of boring now. It doesn't get boring if you binge it. You're just going from one episode, next, 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 and then you finish it. For me, I'm really enjoying the whole week to week thing. I like it because it gives me time to think about it. Okay. And kind of, you know, study up on it a little bit, see if I can find some Easter eggs, all that kind of stuff. Oh, so, nice. Um, I'll give you a little Easter egg. Speaking of those, are you aware that there are QR codes in the episodes? I would not, I'm totally not. No. Okay. So check this out. You're going to appreciate this one. <clears throat> so there's a scene where he is talking to where Steven is talking to a young girl at the museum. Uh-huh. Very like right in the beginning, actually. On the wall, there's a QR code. Yes. And then on the reflection, there is a QR code. Okay. I know the one in episode two, if you do the QR code, it is uh-huh. you get the first issue of Werewolf by Night, Steve. Oh, I mean, snap. I've been meaning to tell you this and I forgot. Did you already get it? I downloaded it, but I didn't read it. It was just one of those things where I just went, oh, yeah, it works. Oh, so cool. it does work. I've tested okay. it. The reflection one, if you do that, it's a Blade comic. Oh, free? Yeah. Is it not in Marvel Unlimited? I don't know, brother. I'm just oh, saying. Okay. A little fun fact for you. That's a QR fun. code. Disney's, you know what? You got to appreciate it. Disney and Marvel, they do these little things. They keep you interested. They keep you hunting for all the Easter eggs and stuff like that. I think it's a... Uh, this show, I'll tell you what I think about it, first of all. I think that the first episode was very compelling. I was questioning his accent. Mm-hmm. I actually went to some of our friends overseas, and I said, can you please give me a sample? Like, do an analysis of this accent. And you know, they said it's actually pretty good. Just a, really? Kind of like a run of the mill. They said it's way better than Butcher, Carl Urban. And the I thought the Butcher was, I couldn't no, tell the Bucks difference. No, hates it. Bucks wow. cannot stand that accent. He says it's like, I, I, I guess it's like a non-existent accent. That is so funny. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I guess it's a pretty spot-on accent, or at least it'll it'll do from what they're telling me. Uh, first episode was cool. I like the whole multiple personality thing. I do want to see more of where that's going, but we're already starting to find that out. So I'm on episode three, and I will tell you, Steve, that without really ruining anything for you or giving you any kind of spoilers, that by episode three, this is probably, unless it just tanks, this is probably my favorite MCU series right now. Whoa! It's just fun, dude. Like, I like the feeling of it. There's more trippy shit you know like uh wandavision or or like loki or something like that i just like the feel of this one it has kind of an indiana jones chase vibe to it and uh, it's fun and i really like the appearance of moon knight i like the concept of you know these two characters and possibly three and i'll say i'll stop there actually definitely three all fighting for this body sometimes and the way that they go back and forth with each other and particularly in this last episode episode three uh really really good shit like there's this fight scene that happens with these I don't feel like spears or poles, but there's some impalement going on. Really funny. I won't say why, but they're 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 knocking it out of the park, dude. This story I, is fantastic. Totally I digging cannot it. Cannot wait, dude. I think it's something that you should go serial with, man. Then we can talk about it. 
every week. Be like, how you been? Did you watch Moon Knight? You'd be like, yeah, I watched Moon Knight. Right. <laughs> did you ask me to? Of course I did. It doesn't matter to me. I, I'm sure I'll talk about it with somebody. I am yeah. curious what, like, by the end of this, though, what you think. I'm going to like it even more. What do you think of his appearance? As far as what he looks, the Moon Knight looks like? Yeah, like Moon Knight I love or it. Mr. Knight. Love it. Love it. I'm printing a Moon Knight helmet right now. Holy cow. But like the thing is, I don't know if it's going to look good. Like it looks cool. I don't know if it's something that you wear because it's like, well, because the Moon Knight, it's like cloth. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is like hard plastic. It doesn't look the same. Man, I think you're overthinking. It's going to look fine. Probably, probably. But it's going to look dope. I'll show you when it's all done. Look at this Mr. Mr. Uh, Dagon has a corporation of 3D printing over there. Did you rate it? I did not. What do you give Moon Knight, Steve? Well, then we'll get to the big shoe. I'm going to give Moonlight a bunch of, dude, I got the same thing going on. I guess it's three out of five, three out of five Egyptian cats. I will give Moon Knight a solid four out of five scarabs. Scarabs? Scarabs. I love it. You like scallops? Oh, you don't eat scallops. Never mind. See this guy? Love scallops, Steve. Great. I mean, I mean, of course you do. You like seafood. Now, we've held on to this one for a while. We saw it, what, over a week ago now, right? Yeah. So I am right after Hamilton, actually. Carrying on with the Hamilton theme. That's true. I saw the day after. Yeah. One day it was Hamilton. The next it was everything, everywhere, all at once. An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives she could have led. Directed by Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, I believe. Also written by them. And it stars Michelle Yeoh, Stephanie Su, and Ki-Hai Kwan. Do you know who Ki-Hai Kwan is, Steve? Do you, rec- do you I recognize do. him? I do. I did. I didn't recognize him, but once I saw who he was, I'm like, oh, that is him. Short round. Made me feel fairly old. And Goonies. Freaking. Pinches of Peril. Remember? Remember the Pinches of Peril? Super old, dude. <laughs> it's all right. It's a good time to be alive back then. Anyway, I don't even know where to start with this one, dude. I want to hear your review because I, I've been wondering how you, because you've been saying I don't know what to think. So that really, I want to hear what, you're, what you've come to. Okay. Well, when I first saw this, when you see this movie, uh-huh. it's so rapid fire. And it's just like, man, it just takes off from like right from the get go. It takes off and it takes you on this pretty fucking awesome journey. Uh, I have a feeling. Hmm. How can I say this? I don't want to speak too boldly. They're dealing with like multiverses and stuff like that. It's about this. This lady, she uh, she's living her, her worst life. I'll give you like a really quick synopsis. She's living her worst life. And it just so happens we find out that there are infinite number of her infinite universes, because in this movie, every time you make a decision, it stems off into an, into a different universe. So yes. there's all these different, you know, multiverses. And for some reason, uh, Evelyn Wang, who's played by Michelle Yeoh, the one that we're following She's kind of like the worst of them all. Doesn't necessarily make her a bad person, but it's like she's sort of like the uh, culmination of all the um, the fails that have gone on. She's failed a lot in her life. There's been a lot of things like, like for instance, uh, she has this unsuccessful laundromat that she's running, and it's getting audited for taxes. And she's going through a divorce and all this kind of stuff, and so she's living like not a great life. But while going to uh, take care of this audit, her husband. 
his eyes roll back and he, he's now con like, he's now a different person. He's another version of her husband. And he tells her, Hey, listen, uh, in short, I'm not going to give you the whole movie in short. Basically you don't really know it yet, but you've got the power to save all of these universes because there's someone that's coming that is all powerful. That is going to destroy them all. Yes. Does that sound about right, Steve? Sounds about right. All right. So that's where the movie goes. And from that point on, it just takes off and you, it just there's just so many crazy visuals and there's so many interesting angles with this movie. And there's so like if you get up to go to the bathroom, you might want to be with someone so you can be like, what did I miss? Because yes. this movie just keeps going and going and going. And it's like it's like two and a half hours, I think, or pretty close to like two and a half hours. And I will say that I was never bored once. I, I was there's too much going on with this movie to be bored at all. So, you know how we are with a 24 movies, right, Steve? Uh huh. Kind of hit or miss. Yes. I think that A24 knocked it out of the fucking park with this movie. Probably the most interesting and possibly entertaining movie that I've seen so far this year. Mm -hmm. It's it's just it's really good. And I kind of want to see it again. I know I will see it again because there's like I said, there's just so much going on. Everyone's acting their asses off in this movie. I absolutely love Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie, dude. She's like kind of downright scary looking. And Michelle Yeoh, of course, can kill it in pretty much anything she does. I think this is just a it's a great exhibit of her of her acting skill. And the way that she's able to sort of seamlessly move through these universes and it just it never feels like the movie's falling apart for me ever. That's where I'm at so far. So, well, that's a, I'm very, very happy you uh, came to that conclusion. This is one of those movies that the fact that this movie accomplishes accomplishes what it accomplishes without me being totally lost at the end. I don't even understand how you start. Because there are so many points at which this movie could have gone off the rails to the point that it loses the whole audience. And every time it didn't, it somehow kept the audience with it. I mean, I think this is essentially a movie saying, if you're not happy where you are and you think what, I mean, every person has thought, what would have happened in my life if I would have made this decision? What if I would have done this instead of that? I bet you I'd be super happy. And this movie contends that you would not. If you're not happy now, you would not be. In these other universes you're imagining, that actually did happen. You would not be happy if you're not happy now either. And it actually also says, no matter how many universes you go to, finding happiness is almost, finding it, trying to be like, I'm going to look for it, is a pointless thing so much so that it can turn someone into an endlessly dark person because it's nowhere. It's just nowhere. And I was like, wow, what a deep idea to have in a movie and to actually latch onto it all the way to the end where I'm not going to tell you what they find, but happiness is not necessarily a thing that you can just go find. It's something that you just have to attain and have and foster. You can't go get it. And I'm like, well, this is beautiful. And yet another movie that I needed for this time. I mean, Every single person in this movie was, in my opinion, just knocking it out the freaking, the freaking, I just didn't know, like in the beginning, it really starts off fairly slow. It's a normal, and what I thought I was getting was, oh, this is just going to be a normal coming of age, or not even coming of age, a walk through this person's life. And Michelle, yo, man, come on, dude. Yeah. If I may, on what you're saying right there, I think that it starts off that way just to really kind of set up what a currently like she's currently just a miserable person. 
just miserable. Miserable. Everything and we all know somebody. We yeah. I know people like this. That's stressing just stressing out about family, stressing yes. out about money, um, stressing out about her daughter's, you know, sexual orientation, uh, appearances to her father and all of this stuff. Just just and you know, like things that I think particularly in in uh, her her culture are super frowned upon. That's what I took of it took from it because of like her I don't want to say embarrassment, but mm-hmm. her reluctance to tell her father because he's so old school. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? So there's lots of stress and and anxiety in her life. And she just it just turns her into a bitter, you know, slightly unapproachable person. Like she's never going to really have the time for you. And then what we get at the end without really blowing anything away is. Well, I'll just say that this movie, it, it, it um for everything that it does, it somehow finds a way to have like this heartwarming family story in it, too. You know it totally I mean? does, especially Stephanie Sue. Yeah, Fa- I've never seen her before. Yeah, you have. Where? Uh, you have seen her in Shang Chi. Oh my God, who was she? She was uh, their friend across the bar. Oh my God, across I the would table. Have never, I would have never remembered that. I, I would have never. She looked really familiar, and I'm like, okay, I know I've seen her recently. So that's she, where she was, was great. And dude, Jamie Lee, how did they keep it down on the download that she was in this? Uh, they didn't. It was in the trailer. I, I, you know what? I avoided. Remember, I avoided the trailers. Yeah. No, it's, it's she's in it. I didn't realize to what extent, though. And she's I fantastic. think fantastic. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, this is a cool little quirky role for her. And I thought maybe it would stop at some point, but she's in this the entire time. And she's obviously everyone that's in this movie. They're all in the different in the different universes. Yes. And sometimes. Uh, I don't know. There's just some crazy ass versions of her. Like she plays this one without giving anything away. That's downright scary. Oh yes. Like comes after Evelyn's character Dude. and like, and she does nothing and, but change the way she walks. Yeah. And her face or it's like, she oh, can distort her face. God, like, Dude. I guess she was wearing maybe like a, uh, not to judge her for any reason, of course, but I think they gave her like a little chubby belly, like a yeah. prosthetic chubby belly. So she could like stick it out all weird and like contort her body and yes. just walk really slowly. And she's downright scary. in this. And world. I think she's, she's already tall, I think. Yeah, she and does appear tall. Yeah, she seems like she's at least a little tall. So I was like, man, what a great, she did such a fantastic job. Everybody in this movie was just so good. And I mean, look. I did not expect, I thought I was going in to watch it because of the name of the movie. I had in my brain kind of what it was all about. You know how wrong I, I've never been so wrong about what a movie is about. I thought it was like a romance, a romantic comedy, which it kind of is, but I thought it was going to be like a romantic comedy. That's what I thought. And then I was like, oh, I I was wrong. I honestly had no clue of what, I mean, I kind of got the, you know, whatever you see in the trailer, I got the gist of it, but I'm like. This can't be all there is to it. And especially if they're talking about a whole multiverse situation, which, by the way, I think they handled phenomenally. They did a fantastic job, a fantastic job, because we're getting ready to watch a multiverse of madness here coming up next month. And it's going to be clearly a different type of a multiverse situation. But for a non comic, you know, non MCU type of a, you know, it's. You can't, it's, they're just so different. They're just, yes. they're not the same type of a movie, but you know, to be as bold as to make a movie about a multiverse in a time like this, they came correct. They're like, yeah, this is, this is what we did. And you can't really like hate on it. Cause it's just so good. Like it's so well thought out. Absolutely. Did you and know that the Russo brothers were involved in this movie? I did. I saw that at the end. Yeah. Uh, I was like, this makes producers. total sense. And isn't that interesting multiverse? Yeah. 
It's all tied together. Oh, dude. Kevin and Bacon. The weird thing is, it's like uh, in this, this could have been corny. This could have been really, really corny, especially with the like be kind message in the time we're in now. It could have come off so absolutely corny. And it was not at all. It wasn't at all for me. No, not at all. Hey, it do you know who they originally had, or at least had in mind to play like the lead in this movie? I don't. Take a wild guess. What you saw, who would be really good at it? I mean, and don't even think male or female. Well, now because there's a you got you got to tell me if it's a if it's, uh, it's a can, oh uh, oh no 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 <laughs> Jackie Chan. Yep, that's it. And I don't think that it would have been as good. Maybe it would have. There's that's the only person. But that, I mean, that's not a fair question because it was the only person that could have done it. Who else yeah, could that's do true. it? Yeah. But Jackie Chan is no Michelle Yeoh when it comes no. to acting skills. Oh, you know what? I didn't think Jet Li. I would have said Jet Li. <laughs> oh, that could have been good, too. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. It could have been Jet Li. I think their casting was perfect, and I think that it brings heart to it. I mean, you really, you know, for all she is, you, I, I, I'll just say me instead of you. I kind of fell in love with her character. Oh, I love her. You know, I just loved her. I just thought that, you know, she was this lady that's just trying to do her best. And she's in this impossible situation. And again, there's a really strong family element to this movie that that's the part that really got me. It's it, something about the oh, family for sure. these days, Steve. I love it all. You know what I mean? I, dude, and I love that. I think it made it a lot uh, better for the producers and the director because they already had B-roll for certain alternate universes. They're like, oh, we have video of this that actually happened in reality. So let's just use that, you know, because she has a life that she lives that kind of coincides with her alternate universe in real life. And so I thought it was beautiful. I think it's something that I really need. On top of Violet, these two movies are just like, I don't think that this movie, well, I mean, you know, Thor's coming, but I have a feeling that this is probably, no, definitely going to be on my list for this year. What's a better movie, Steve? This one or Drive My Car? Ooh. (laughs) I think Steve just died, everybody. (laughs) X's on my eyes. Fell off a building or something. Oh, man. Oh, man. I know which one I'm picking. Oh, well, I think, yeah, for sure. Um, dude, I'm going to, you know what? I can't, I got to sit and think which one sticks with me the longest. That's going to tell me. Because right now they're just right there. So now it's going to be like, well, which one sticks with you? And which one do you think back on more often? And I'll know that by this year. Which one that actually stuck with me? So, I mean, but I loved Oh, you know what, though? I'm not giving it the what I gave Drive My Car. Okay. I loved it, but I don't think I'm going to give it a perfect score, though. Huh. You gave, you gave Drive... Oh, you did give Drive My Car a I perfect I gave it a five. Score. I did. I don't know how, but I... <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I don't, I don't think I could give this a perfect score, but I would say that this is going to be... And the weird thing is... Not only might it be on my list here, but it may, it may be on an all time. Really? Uh-huh. It's it might be so on an good. all time. It, it's, it's, it, it's so good, man. I just, um, 
this is one that I think I'm going to need to watch again just to really kind of further unpack what I just watched and sort of fill in some gaps. It's not like it's hard to follow. I, I want to state that. It's not that it's hard to follow. But like I said, when you get up a couple of times, there's just a couple of little things that I miss and I kind of want to fill those gaps back in. But uh, so far, yeah, definitely the, probably the most entertaining movie that I've seen this year. And it's not like entertaining in the fe- in the sense of... Uh, Oh, it's funny or something. This movie had me all the way through every second of that movie. They're just chewing up the screen. And I just uh, I don't know how you really top something like this. Like, it's not about topping it. And it's not even I mean, I I guess it's just its own. It's its own movie. We're not going to see anything that comes out like this, Steve. That's oh, that was just like everything everywhere all at once. That's all they're trying to do. That won't happen this year. You know. Yeah, the more I think it's going to sit with me for a while. I know that the message, here's what I'll say. The message of of um this movie is gonna stick with me longer than drive my car. Cause there wasn't necessarily a message. There was a message, but it was a message that applies to all. This one felt like it was specifically a message that me and maybe a few other people will digest. And I just felt like this was more specific to what my life is right now. So I, I think the message from this movie will sit longer. Are you jumping from uh, universe to universe, Steve? Dude, I think I am. This is tough, man. It's going to be a great. I mean, it, what so far has been a great year for movies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, one thing I will say, I love the way that they um, they put the idea in about jumping to like the multiverse or jumping you. I keep saying multiverse jumping to different universes where you have to do a certain act to get it to work with the technology that they, that they have. Like what was one of them? Like, uh, you gotta like lick someone's face or pick oh, someone's can, nose. You can or, chew somebody's chapstick, like lipstick. Yeah. Jump on a certain thing that might be uncomfortable. Anything that's way out of what you would normally do will glitch it. And I thought that, that's a smart, and I just don't know how they came up with that idea. That's crazy. I thought thought that scene that I was just talking about right now. Yeah, go figure me. But the scene with the, um, you know what I'm talking about. You have to jump on something. Yes. To actually jump universe. Oh, yes. Uh, Hilarious. And the way that the the certain people were like rushing to do so and like (laughs) the the, the, uh, leaping to do so. I'm sorry if you haven't seen this movie. You have no idea what I'm talking about. But I was dying. I thought it was hilarious. And for some reason, that particular type of um, uh, toy, I'll just say, shows up a couple times in the movie, like trophies. So funny. Remember the trophies behind her? (laughs) Dude, I didn't think they were going to do what I thought they were going to do. When when I saw it, I was like, I know what that is. Are they going to do? I mean, I know what it could be. But I'm like, are they going to do what I think they're going to do? And they went 125%. Oh, for sure. All the way. And I, I think it's, and the weird thing is it didn't seem like childish in this movie. Some yeah. Them, it's not like potty humor. Yeah. I don't like, know how they got away with that where it just didn't seem like silly because there's seemed, so much going on. It's so impressive so what much. you're watching. It just, and you know, it's, uh, it's absurd. And there's so much absurdity in this movie that somehow pushes the movie forward. You have to do these things. You have to be in these absurd experiences to move forward in the movie. It all just kind of fits in, you know? That's true. But I will say one thing. When you see this movie and you know what we're talking about, uh, if you're into that type of thing, which, hey, good for you, I would not recommend that type of a, a, a insertion technique. I'll say that. You know, I wouldn't either. Probably bad news. <laughs> uh, so did you rate it? 
Oh no, I'm gonna give I'm going to give this movie. Um oh I know what I'll do. Uh four out of five shared vape pens. Hmm. Uh I will give everything everywhere all at once. 4.25 out of five. I really want to say this one thing, but I won't. I'll just say 4.25 out of five googly eyes. That's a good one. That doesn't give a thing away. That's Another good. one of the scenes that I really liked in this movie. Uh, didn't really have to do the googly eyes, but it, I mean, it's, it's there. You know what I'm talking about was the rock scene. Oh, I loved it. I just like the message there. Love it. Like in this Love one, it. don't trip. Just be a rock. That's all you got to do. I, I just really, like the message. So I think sometimes we need to, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's how I took it, but it's just like, sometimes we just need to fucking slow down and stop worrying about everything and just be it. in the moment. Just be in the moment. That is yeah. all one can do. So yeah, yeah I it was uh, heartwarming and funny and grotesque at times. And you know what? I want to change my rating, Steve. I'm going to go ahead and go 4.25 out of five weenie fingers. There we go. That's, That's what a I'm perfect one. With. I weenie like it. Fingers. All right. It's great movie the... guys. Check it out. Please do. And with that, people, we have run our course in this universe for this episode. In other universes, we might have a lot more episodes or a lot fewer. Who knows? Maybe Dan's like freaking Howard Stern and I'm, I'm, I'm simply a sound engineer. But in this universe, we've run our, our course for this wonderful episode. I hope you enjoyed the, the uh, walk down Mimeo Lane with System of a Down and so on and so forth. I love you guys so very much. Next voice you're going to hear is Danathan the Man Thin. Peace. That's me. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming back and listening to us once again. We just babble. We don't know what the hell we're talking about most of the time, but we have fun and we hope you do, too. We are the Heroes of Noise. My name is Dan. That is Steve Hudson. And we will be back with a regular show next week and look out for a new Patreon coming soon. People, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.